This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Shalom Aleichem. This is being brought to you by Rabbi Yehuda Shane, the administrator of Kashrut Anytime, which is a division of the Kosher Consumers Union, a 501c3 organization. Today I want to talk about the Tarnagol chicken. Basically, as we know, um, we cannot eat any bird, any chicken, etc., unless it has a proper Messiah. question is, what is the Messiah? How do we establish a Messiah, etc., etc.? I'm not going to go into all the details, but I want to just bring up, let's go back a little bit. It was two, three years ago, started a question about, they found in Belgium a brachel. And people said it wasn't cross-spread with anything, etc., etc., and they remember people that ate it over there, etc., and they kept on checking out. It seems that on the end there was really two brakels, the gold brakel and the silver brakel. The gold brakel, certain people in Belgium did it, but the silver brakel, it wasn't over there either. And there was other shechitas that wanted to start selling the brakel natural. They thought that that is a kutche kutchem, that it's really uh, with Proper service, etc. Finally, Rav Landau, Oliver Sholem, and the Moshe Sternbuch Schlitter got involved in the thing and they both wrote out a letter that basically uh, it doesn't have a Masura, you can't use it. And the Moshe Sternbuch also said that anybody in the Ada that shechts the Brakel chicken is banned permanently from shechting for the Ada ever because basically it's not a kosher chicken. And you marched a lot of people by using the thing. And there was a big um, tumult going on. And uh, basically, they finally stopped the next show. Then these same people, or some of the same people, started now in the United States. They came up with a thing called, they, they're calling it a Tarnago chicken. They say it's the leghorn chicken. Is it the leghorn? Isn't it the leghorn? What is the leghorn? How many different breeds are there in the leghorn? I know, I know of at least 12 different breeds in the leghorn uh, chicken. Does that mean that all of them are acceptable or not? Most of our eggs that we eat is from the leghorn chicken. But again, which breed, which brand? The leghorn chicken that they're referring to is basically was bred by a company called DeKalb. But they, were bought, they bought out also the Hendricks company and a few other companies they bought out. They are the ones that basically developed this kind of thing. But... I went to see this uh, chicken and a shechita to see what it is. Why did I go down to, ch- to see it, basically? Because I was about 22 years ago. I went to the Shmuel Rosen, to discuss with him about the Missouri of the chickens that we have in Israel versus the chickens they have in, in the, uh, the chickens that they have over here in America versus the chickens they have in Israel. I explained to Rosen that uh, my father, my uncles, my grandfather were shochtim. They checked the chickens, they checked the gases, etc., etc. And I went through the whole thing with Ravosna of what what can be used, what can't, what does it have to have or not. And he explained to me that it has to have certain criteria. You went through all the details, what it it has to look, it has to crow like a chicken, it has to look like a chicken, the feathers don't go down below the legs. And and so I asked Ravosna, why did, if that's correct like that, um, why did he ask the Kabir chicken, which was developed by the Katz family at Israel? The Katz family was not a religious family. 
and they wanted they produced um, a new type of chicken that was very uh, hardy it didn't need any injections it, 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 you didn't even have to take out the feathers by the neck it was basically pretty much a bare neck chicken something like the turkey and um, and uh, Rosen looked at it and he says there's a lot of differences between this and a regular chicken so he says could you tell me with what you crossbred it and they said, no, that's a secret. So he says, well, I'll tell you something that's not a secret. And what's not a secret is that this chicken is also tea. There's no masseur on it. It looks different than the chicken. And he explained to me the differences to look for by chicken. Based on, based on those things that Rosner gave me over of how you check a chicken, basically, if it's, it basically looks like and acts like a regular chicken, I went out to see the chickens by, by Shrita, this Tarnaville chicken, which they call it. Um, a leghorn, it's really a Dutch leghorn, and others say it's, it's maybe a different one, and that it was bred with the Menorca or bred with the Mako because it has certain tendencies of the Menorca. Then it has the large, um, the large crown on the head that folds over, and it has the large waffles, and it stands very much upright. Which I wrote and told me one of these things of standing upright, uh, more like the, the uh, than our regular chickens, basically is a simon of. Uh, not a kosher chicken etc and we found also that they fly very very well most chickens really don't fly they'll give a little bit of a flap to get them going but not that they can really fly up and i've seen over there how those chickens fly they really fly up and the legs are much thinner there's just so many differences and then you have the beaks are cut off by a lot of them the reason they cut off the beaks is because they're peckers and when they're pecking because of stress they will peck in the head of, a, of another chicken, and because of that, you may have in a lot of the chickens, which we really don't know how to check for that, and we don't ever check for it, which can be a trafer in everyone, in, a, in at least in a lot of these chickens, which we don't know what they are. So basically, seeing all of those type of things that there is over there, and how much is different than I show them over there in the street, of what it is, they said they don't put their name on it, it's only somebody else is putting their name. I, I have a big question, basically, if if that is so, uh, can we rely on a shaykh that checked this chicken just because certain Rabbanim said it is? If he doesn't have the Masoret and he doesn't check these type of chickens or anything else like it, I, perhaps he shouldn't check. He shouldn't be checking such a chicken. And, you know, and, and it's, it's very ironic that what the commenters try to say is that our regular chickens, the broiler, etc., basically does not have a Masoret and that chicken... This so-called leghorn chicken has a masseria because we eat eggs from it. First of all, there's at least 12 different types of uh, leghorn chicken. Second of all, the eggs that we're getting, does, the, according to Allah, you don't have to have a it. You just have to have that one side is, is rounded of the egg and one side is pointed. That is a sim by eggs. So it has no shaykhs and as long as you have a suckling and if the eggs are permitted, but that doesn't make because of that that the chicken is permitted. The one that we know we have in Missouri, which basically I was discussing with uh, with Rebozen um, uh, about, it, is the Cornish, the Plymouth Rock, the Broiler, the Rhode Island the Red, the New Hampshire, the Bird Rock, um, and the, the Cornish you have the white, the red, the black. All of these basically is what we have over here uh, Missouri for many, many years, which we've been using, and uh, no question about it. And now it happens to be also that the... The the Menorca and this uh, Leghorn are very very dry meat chicken. They're really not made for eating. And uh, the way they did by the Menorca in other places before they roasted it or the, 
the Leghorn, they used to um, basically process it, you know, before roasting it, uh, with a process called larding. Larding is they take pieces of chaza schmaltz, chaza fat, and they make cuts in the chicken and they put it into the cavity of the chicken that you give it some moisture so it should be able to be uh, partially edible. And the only uh, that was really the only way of really being able to eat that chicken. The chicken basically, our chicken that we have, the broilers and all these other things that we eat now, it basically uh, comes to full weight of uh, four pounds uh, gross at approximately seven weeks. These other, the leghorn chickens, takes 21 weeks to grow, and after that, if you take off the feathers, they are very, very thin chicken. They almost look like they've gone through two uh, world wars. They don't grow fast enough, and the, the meat of it, as people say that they've tried to eat it, is very, very dry. Really, it's, it's unedible, and the whole um, salting process, etc., it leaves a lot, a lot to be desired. There's pockets of water that get into it. There's a lot of places they don't even have because the way you have to open up the skin because you can't get out. Um, it's true, they have um, they have over there that the, one of the mashgichim showed me that the shver basically, or rather somebody from Canada sent them down there to be down by the shchita, and he says, it's very, very good. You know, it doesn't have any shadows of almost. It doesn't have any shadows of the of the lungs, etc. The very healthy chicken. So he says it's a very, very cautious chicken. So I told him, but you have to understand, you know, there was a certain drug that passed on a certain choyle masukan that he's yeah he has to eat on Yom Kippur, and the doctor ordered him to eat. And the doctor says that in order for him to get better, he does have to eat basically chazer. He didn't want to eat chaza that was not the geshachtin, so they got a hold of shaychet, which was all mutrapi alacha, and he shechted the, the chaza. And then the shaychet basically had a little shayla on the lungs. He sent it to the rov. And the rov looks, and the rov says, what should I tell you? I can't just of the chaza as his kosher. I just can't say it. I can't say that the chaza is You know, even when that is. The same thing with this thing over here. If the thing doesn't have a mesoira, you can't eat it. I don't care if your lungs are straightened out, and if the Tzimus HaGidim doesn't have a problem, and this doesn't have a problem, of Mechanish Zogan on this bird, you can't say that it's kosher, because it isn't kosher, because it doesn't have a Masurah, and it has no Masurah. And I have a Kabbalah from Revolt and exactly what to look for. And there's a lot of other ones that I've written there. There was somebody that wrote a, a beautiful, wrote a beautiful, beautiful letter. Not long, it's, it's 15, 16 pages. Very easy to read, very easy to understand. Uh, and if anybody wants to have copies of it, more than happy, send me an email to kashrusy18, that's K-A-S-H-R-U-S-Y-18, at gmail.com. I'm going to repeat it a little later, I'll repeat again the email address. So make sure you have a pen and paper, then you should be able to write down this email address. I'll send you a copy of it, if you want copies from, from other reports that was done. But this one was done really very clear, and everything has gone through it. And it was, you know, very interesting that then one of them that are that are pushing it now for some reason or other is the Sachtas. Sachtarabonim, they're pushing it. It's basically in the in Birdsboro, they wouldn't put their name on it. Uh, Pella Poultry wouldn't put their name on it. Uh, the Begetzel Burkos wouldn't put his name on it. The Jitter Polishik wouldn't put his name on it. You know, all these Rabonim that they, they're not going to put their name on it, Bechlon, this kind of thing over there um, on these chickens. But again, but you know, they're shechting it, they want to sell it, or whatever else they want to do with the thing. Uh, so, uh, one Rabonim of, um, 
of Hesach uh, Tzarabon, among the prominent Poiskim over there, made a tumult a number of years ago, must have been pretty close to 10, 15 years ago, that the eggs that we eat now from the leghorn, he has a shayla on it, because he has observed in a farm the leghorn, and the leghorn basically is uh, the way it stays on a, on a, on a pole or on a string or whatever else it is. It has the three fin- two fingers this way and two fingers that way, but basically is a similar of a third, so not concussion of birds, so you're not allowed to eat it. So others went and they, they checked out the thing, and they went down, they sent down the Mitzchik Stein from the Pratsky from the, World's Best, and he went down together with others to a number of other large farms, and they saw the only time that that chicken stays that way was when he's in a, in a tight cord or something like that, but normally you give him another minute or two to calm down, he'll stay with him three on one side and one finger on the other side, he doesn't, he doesn't spread his finger there. So evidently, it seems that the one where where this um, prominent draw from Asachta saw was this Dutch leghorn chicken, which is Taka doesn't have a Masoira, and it most probably is a, is a, is a tourist and everything else like, and that's why he wanted us. But that's not where we're getting our eggs from. Our eggs are from the regular leghorn, not the Dutch leghorn. So that's why we really don't have a problem with the eggs either. And he had a problem with it. But on the other hand, that now. That same Dutch leghorn is what Asachtas, for some reason or other, is pushing it. You know, something just doesn't add up. How is it possible that then you want an ass of the eggs, which eggs doesn't have to have a Masoir on it, but you notice that thing on the chicken? Yeah, if you notice it, it's a, it's a very chicken, you definitely can't lose it. But now you're coming along and you're saying that that Dutch leghorn, which there is no Masoir, there's nothing, and nobody wants to have it over here, and it's a dry chicken, we can suggest, and this and that, and now you want to say that that's the Mahadran chicken. And you know like the most, you want to you want to ask the regular caution of bird, and you want to be matter the the crow, which basically we know is not a caution of bird. So something just doesn't hit up. And we're wondering this. And some of the Safra butcher stores are selling this Tarnagoyal breed chicken, which basically is also the chicken. I checked with all the ones that, that have gone through this parish also, and they're very firm on the belief. And the uh, sock that basically, if anybody did by mistake use the Tarnagal chicken, or he knows somebody that used it, whatever else it is, they should cash it at It is that serious because it doesn't have a Missouri at all, and it's readily to be considered an unkosher chicken. And uh, because of that, in a plant that doesn't want to allow the group of the Tarnagal people to use it, you definitely can't mix it in this in the same soil together with our regular chickens. You can't put it in the same soaking tanks. Etc. Etc. You have to keep it completely separated because it's shyla. It's basically, if it, it's not a shyla, it's basically it doesn't have the simonic cashmere, and it, it 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 flies. It has the 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 large waffles. It has the the crown basically even folds over, so it's possible that's even the chifas. Which you take a look on Rashi, you'll see the chifas. He says carboloy for uh, folds over, which is what that chicken is very very clear. It, it's just unbelievable how. They want to go and take this to say that whatever we've been eating over here in America for the last uh, 100 years is a Shailon chicken. Even though they bred it, they, they put, put another one. But the basic chicken remained the same. It didn't change the basic chicken. They made it. They wanted to have a larger breast. So they had made it this way. They wanted to have shorter legs. They made shorter legs on it. But that one, you know, it has, it has a long neck. It has thin, long feet. 
it has and it stands very straight upright which has a tendencies of a lot of the wild birds and the mako and the and the other ones that are basically dosim etc etc evidently it seems that they really they crossbred with that and the company uh, the company the the decalb company decalb hendrix that basically does the breeding on this is emails from them back and forth of basically that they keep on changing their mind. First of all, they're not Yidin, they're Goyim. And even if a Yid would come up with this kind of statement that he changes, and he and he's they write over there that he was told not to say that it was crossbred with the with the the, the email from uh, from uh, one of the people in the cow that they uh, why you tell the people that it was crossbred with the with the Menorca. Because of that, we lost an investor that was going to put in a million dollars. So they were told, you know, so basically you can't believe them or what they say because they keep on telling you what it is. But if you really take a look at the chicken and you look at it with adding the geese or anything else like it, you see, Clark, it's not a chicken that we really had a Messiah on it. The chickens that we have now, we here we have a Messiah. So nobody should really go out and buy or use or eat by anybody. And if you're eating by somebody that, that thinks they get from with Bumazachim, basically, it's uh, like it, it says in the Pasuk that the delicious in Vashanan, you shouldn't eat on the mitzvah, you shouldn't take off the mitzvahs. And Zachar of what the what the mice was that you fell in over there by the pur, by the Balpur. What does Balpur have to do with anything with eating uh, mitzvahs or taking away mitzvahs? So I've seen something that I remember where I saw it. That basically, when you're starting to add mitzvahs because of from cutting, you think you're adding something, and you're starting to take away whatever else it is, that is basically what the Balpur of Oydazori is, like Rav Shmulev had said, that the Balpur was, there is no limitations. Nothing. There is no such thing as limitations. There's no red lines. There's no nothing. You do as you please. And that's what these people are doing. They're coming across saying, the Gantz of as non-kosher birds, and only they came up with kosher birds, and they're charging three times the price over here. Because to take from the feed and to take chicken on the price, and there's no meat to eat, there's nothing. So people would have to buy double words. It's it's an it's an avoshen Okay, we'll we'll discuss this at another time or some other kind of things at, at another time. Kol tov and a good